Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist this wonderful Wednesday morning. Today, I'm actually going to answer a question from TikTok, and I'm going to read it from the comment. It said that I'm struggling to write my fourth step in my 12-step program. Any suggestions? So I honestly had to do a little bit of research because I am not somebody who typically works with addictions. Now, that will come with um, the work that I do in trauma and eating disorders. However, it's not like I'm super familiar with AA, so I want to be very crystal clear that I am no AA guru. However, when I was reading through the fourth step, the themes that seemed to come up were shame, resentment, um, trying to understand these different parts of ourselves that may have led to these behaviors or to the addiction itself. And so I think what I generally want to speak about is how we work to do the hard work of talking about the parts of us that we might feel shame about or we might feel resentment towards or even the people we might feel resentment towards. And so I do IFS work with people. Now I'm no I'm not certified in that either, but I do love the language of parts work because essentially with parts work we talk about how we all have these different parts of us. And sometimes we have these parts that we call exiles, which are the parts of us that are really hard to talk about because maybe we feel shame about them or, you know, we'd rather not think about them. We feel disgust. We feel just that like, ugh, like I don't want to talk about that part of myself or the, the part of me that struggles with um, maybe it's sexual addictions or things that in our, you know, in our culture are kind of deemed taboo or maybe it's this part of me that's selfish, or maybe it's this part of me that um, is jealous, or whatever types of emotions feel unsafe or disgusting, or the ones that we typically try to really disconnect ourselves from. And sometimes I see this in trauma work where people will talk about like who they are now versus who they used to be. And so some of the ways that we can actually figure out what these exiles are to begin with is to, number one, write down different events and moments in our lives where we felt really strong emotions of disgust or resentment or anger. Typically during those moments, um, when we feel those extreme reactions, we are going to be likely in touch with some of those parts and especially if we have like this past part of ourself that we don't like to talk about, it's super important that we recognize what is it that I feel shame about in my past self, right? Some people really struggle with like feeling like they used to be really needy or attention seeking. Um, And the reason why I love parts work is after we're able to identify all these different parts of ourselves and the parts that we tend to exile, we can also take a curious and compassionate look at them and almost like it's it's as if we invite them to tea that's kind of like the phrase that I like to use like we sit them down and we're like okay I wonder why maybe my neediness was useful or maybe that was the way that my my that part was trying to survive what was going on in my life at that time you know looking back you might be like oh I don't like that and I don't like that I use that that method, right? Or it could have been your addiction to alcohol. It could have been addiction to sex. It could have been the ways that you treated people that you now look at and you're like, ugh. Like, I think, you know, sometimes two people recognize as they're they're going through some work, they're like, I was a bully or I did this thing that like I now am so disgusted with. And 
instead of disconnecting from that part and just trying to bury it and pretend like it never happened, which, you know, if that worked, I'd be like, great, we can do that. We can just put those parts in a grave and never, ever talk about them. But the problem is they do end up impacting our lives now. And if we don't ever resolve them or try to understand why they exist or when they come out in our lives, so typically if we do bury them, they will still start to come out in different times in our lives, especially when we're stressed or if we're feeling triggered or if we're going through something um, like going through a toxic relationship, that's typically when those parts might come out again. And so it's not only important to understand the purpose that they serve, but also what's their pattern in my life? Like when do they come out in my life so that you can have some compassion for yourself if you're starting to act like those parts again and kind of pause and say, What's going on right now that I might need to look at and address so that I'm not needing this part to take over my life, right? Because I know that these parts, they all serve a purpose, even though a lot of us look at them and they're like, no, these are just the hurtful parts. These are just the bad parts of myself. They do all serve a purpose and they typically came about from a place of hurt or from a place of trying to survive maybe a traumatic or a toxic environment. Um, or maybe there were behaviors we learned from other people. And again, you know, especially with addiction, like there, it serves such a purpose of trying to numb, trying to protect, trying to cope when we don't feel like we have other parts of us or other ways and means to cope and deal with things. So as I was reviewing the fourth step, Generally speaking, I think what I love about it is that it really helps people look at these different parts of themselves that they've exiled and maybe even the people in the in their lives that they've exiled and really trying to understand it from not only taking ownership and accountability and like acknowledging that those parts of us exist and by the way they exist for every single one of us myself included um but also that we're able to really take a compassionate lens towards them and understand why those parts come out and maybe what purpose they serve in our lives because they do have a purpose. And if you're really struggling to do that on your own and connect those dots, you know, this is where maybe having a really safe friend or a therapist, right? A therapist who is really good at at working on these parts with people and an addictions therapist, um, probably preferably if you have that option. This is where they can come in and help you connect those dots and ask specific questions and kind of guide you along this trail of, of really starting to understand yourself. Um, and the other cool thing about parts work is we're not just going to talk about the stuff that is really hard and icky and ugh, but we're also going to talk about your strengths and the ways that you're resilient and when those parts come out and understanding when you're living in your true core self and then what might be happening in your life when you tend to gravitate towards these other parts of yourself and you're not really living in alignment with your what we call your core healthy self. Um, I mean, that's the languaging I know to explain it to people. If you have any questions about that, I'm so happy to answer them. But hopefully overall, this gave you a general overview of what that fourth step is, maybe some ways of connecting those dots. And if you're still struggling with that and you hear like those questions aren't really coming to me easily and I'm not really able to think of these moments in my life when I felt those extreme emotions or guilt or ickiness, um, 
then definitely work with a therapist or someone that can help you connect those dots because it's totally worth the work. And when we do that, we start to really resolve the issues that pull us towards these addictions and pull us towards these other things in our lives that at the time feel like they're coming from nowhere, right? And until we resolve the things that are really underlying it that we're not processing at at our conscious level in the moment, um, we will continue to engage in those patterns and be really confused as to why we're doing them. Um, Because again, when you're in the moment, you're not thinking about these things. These are all the things that are happening in the background. All right, y'all. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you for having coffee with me this morning, and I will talk to you tomorrow.